The thing about the Home and Auto Bundle from Progressive is that by now you've heard a lot of ads about the Home and Auto Bundle from Progressive. We don't even need the words the Home and Auto Bundle anymore to tell you that you could save big with the ring-tailed lemur from Progressive. Or that every hot peach cobbler comes with round-the-clock service and protection. And that's the thing about the goat with magic powers. You've heard a lot of ads about the sushi in Vancouver. See how much you could save with the Home and Auto Bundle. <clears throat> with the Shaman in the Jungle from Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Bundle discount not available in all states or situations. Zimbabwe. The broken Bunsen burner burns so bright. South. Jamie. Southeast Asian Peninsula. Hey, hey, Jamie. Yes. I think the only line we need from you today is drivers who switch to Progressive could say big. Cool. I just got to finish my warm-ups. <clears throat> foul, foul, throw in the towel. History, history. Switch history, to Progressive history. today. Santa ski slalom in a salmon skin suit. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. As always, is Eric uh, to my right. Uh, thank you once again. It is a top five Tuesday. Uh, let's go ahead and bring Eric on in. If Facebook will allow it. I think, uh, I, think I did it. Right? Yep, there we go. All right. Well, it's a top five Tuesday, folks. We're going to be talking about the top five positive notes uh, from the Eagles game. Hey, Eric, how are you? Good, it's doing fan flipping tastic. Good to be here. Oh, sorry. Good, good to hear. Just uh just adjusting yeah. some levels. Uh there we go. Okay. Um Yeah, so <laughs> we're talking top five Tuesday, the top five good from the Eagles victory, and the top five bad. Uh plus your top five NFL rivalries. And a few other uh, subjects to discuss tonight, uh, plus some injury and uh, uh, trade rumor updates, as always, because that is the time of the year, and uh, the rumors are a-flying. So uh, we will get into that. Um, so, uh, Eric, how was, uh, how was your day? How was your night? Uh, I feel like we don't ever get to see how you were. How was your day today? <laughs> My day was good. Um, you know, busy as always, you know, getting stuff situated, trying to figure out, like, you know, all my top fives, and, you know, but, yeah, busy, but a good, a good busy. Well, good. That is, uh, that is always good to, uh, to hear. Um, myself, same thing, uh, pretty di- busy day at work, yeah. scrambling to, to come down and get the, the show ready, but we do appreciate it. Shell, thank you very much for joining us. Um, so, yes, so that's where we are right now. Thank you, everybody, uh, for being a part of the Football Smack Talk show. Uh, we appreciate all your comments, your your likes, your clicks, your follows, everything. Uh, it is much appreciated. So if you haven't already, uh, please make sure you get onto the Facebook page. Click like, click follow, 
uh, and put on your automatic notifications. That's the easiest way to let uh, let you know when we go live uh, every Monday through Friday at 8:30. So there you go. Let's uh, let's get on to it. Uh, if you want to start, we will start with the top five. Positive takeaways from the Eagles' victory on Thursday over the Giants. All right. Well, yeah, I got my notes here in front of me. I've got actually two notepads, I don't know if you can tell. Two notepads? That I have uh, notes written on. Uh, yeah, did you yeah. forget about one? Is that why? Or did you write that many notes? Well, no, it was, I didn't want to be flipping through pages, and so instead I just had two notebooks handy, and so I figured it might be easier to just... You know, shuffle around to the different notebooks instead of flipping pages. Okay, that's, uh, alright, whatever. That's weird. But I, I tend to have, you know, two in here. Just, you do so, so you just write on one side and then flip to the other side without having to flip the page? Yeah, but I have to write big enough so that, you know, because I'd send these notes, a few, some of these notes to other people, so I had to make sure they're big enough to, okay. to be seen. Otherwise, like, I mean, I can write really small, and <laughs> I would be able to, like, you know, fit in, I could fit more piece on one page in here, but... Alright, well, wow, that's pretty, uh, yeah. pretty tiny. Yeah, I'll, number five on my positives, Ronald Darby played well. We mentioned that uh, on Friday, but I really was impressed with the way Ronald Darby played, and he's had a tough year as, as is Jalen Mills. Jalen Mills wasn't as bad as he's been, which again is an improvement. But I, like, I really wanted to mention Ronald Darby by name. I thought he had a really good game. Okay. So that's number five. Number four, I had the special teams. They showed up ready to play. You know, a couple nice punt returns. Um, Pinned them back. It, there's only one time. It's funny. Whenever the special teams upsets me, I often refer to them as the not so special teams. And so, yeah, only one time that I recall doing that, and wow, which is an improvement. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah. Um, number three, the creating turnovers. Uh, I was really happy. Yeah, um, defense right there. We thought we might have got one on the opening kickoff, but then. You know, once we saw one replay, we knew it was. But then two plays later, we get the interception, sets up the first score. And it was really just off and running from there. Eli was able to give us the ball a couple times, which is always fun. Always oh, great. Yeah, and, love, uh, love Eli. He's so good. Three. Yes, that's, we, very, we really appreciate that. Number two, Carson looks like Carson. Like, I mean, he's just... He's hitting his guys in stride. You know, I mean, a couple times he was a little high, but like I feel like I'm just nitpicking if I bring that up. Um, so, overall, uh, Carson Wentz looks dialed in. Okay. And my number one is just this. They looked like they were hitting on all cylinders on Thursday night. And again, I know we we've gone back and forth about what it means as far as because of the competition and the situation, but I was. It was very encouraging, and I don't know how you can help but be encouraged by just the way the overall look of the team on Thursday night. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Uh, they definitely uh, had a look uh, different uh, than they have all year. Uh, didn't help that it was against a terrible opponent. Hey, Scan, how are you? Uh, minus. I, I, I like Carol's. Uh, 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 the or the face. Yeah, the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they, uh, they were blinding, that's for sure. Uh, 
If you look at Carson Wentz's stats, you know, through four games, because that's all he's played this year so far, uh, they're actually much better than they were last year through four games. Now, granted, that was the first four games of the season, whereas, you know, obviously he missed the first two this year. But, uh, you know, looking at that, that's a positive uh, thing. So you, you can't be nothing but happy uh, about Carson's progression, especially coming off the injury. He's looking better now this year through four games, uh, given the injury. That's that's amazing. So I, I agree with your uh, your top five. Uh, I'll go to mine real quick. Uh, number five. Um, yeah, they had their large lead, and yeah, partly uh, due to the fact that the Giants quit. Uh, but they didn't let the Giants back into the game. Uh, it's very important when you have such a lead like that. You to kind of take the foot off the brake uh, on, uh, off the gas and just kind of coast the rest of the way, and I don't think they did. Hello, Lynn. How are you? Thank you for joining us. Uh, so I'm very, I'm very happy and grateful that the team, you know, uh, put the foot on the gas and, and kept it going uh, throughout the game to make sure that the Giants didn't have any chance of, of coming back. So that is a, a big positive for me, uh, for my number five. Uh, number four. Uh, the defense brought some pressure. Now, we all kind of uh, were wondering when this was going to happen or how this was going to happen. Um, but, uh, you know, the, the, the front four did really well. Uh, Schwartz kind of switched some things up. Uh, necessarily wouldn't call it uh, blitz heavy, but, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, he, they did well. So, regardless of how it happens... It's more than he had. Right, right, exactly. But... The front four still got through uh, and got to Eli quite a bit. So very positive, very happy about that. That has certainly been one of our negatives over the past few games. Uh, so number three, uh, the O-line was much, much better. Uh, much better. And, and I'm very, very happy with the game-to-game -game, uh, progression for the whole unit. Uh, Lane Johnson certainly, uh, you know, toughed it out, played with his injury, but still looked better. Uh, even though we were now aware of his injury. Uh, Jason Peters certainly had his injury. Uh, Vitae uh, did certainly better than, than uh, he had been early in the season. Uh, and, that explains a lot about the way Lane Johnson had been playing early. Yeah, yeah absolutely. We were certainly dogging on him, uh, and rightfully so. Uh, but with a high ankle sure. sprain, it's tough to, to, to kind of put that, plant that foot in the ground and really uh, you know, hold, hold down. Uh, the fourth there, so to right. speak, and, and so it is. It is explainable. I'm glad that he has ten days from Giants game to Carolina, and and that it's a home game. He doesn't have to travel anywhere. So um, certainly all positive things moving forward. Uh, number two, Carson just continues to progress. Every game he's out there, you see, you see he gets. He's a little bit more comfortable. He's starting to. You know, run, not necessarily run around, but be more escapable um, and sensing the pressure a lot more. Exactly. I, you can see it every game. It's just, he's just getting a little bit more comfortable, a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. And as 
I noted earlier, his stats, passing yards, touchdowns, the whole you know, completion percentage is a lot higher right now from four games this year, from four games last year. So I could not be happier with the Carson Wentz progression throughout this year, game to game to game to game. Um, that is for sure. Yeah, uh, I think that's one of those things. You knew he was going to get more comfortable as we went along. I don't know that we were expecting the comfort level to increase as astronomically as it has in the four, first four yeah, games. Yeah, I mean, I think that was. I think we all thought the mental aspect of this injury was right. certainly to be concerned, uh, given that. You know, and obviously he came back, so... Mentally, it doesn't look like he's good to be. It yeah. looks like he listens to the doctors and he just trusted in them and trusts, trusts them. Yeah, I hate this, as much as Philadelphia fans love to say it, I think he trusted the process, mm-hmm. and it's working for him. He absolutely did. Uh, so that's my number two. And uh, my number one, Jalen Mills had a great game. He had his best game yeah. absolutely all year, uh, but... I'd say for for quite some time, um, he looked like Jalen Mills that we yeah we we he looked like Jalen Mills that we thought that he was and that he is, and hopefully not that he lacks any confidence, but hopefully he builds on that uh, and can and can kind of take that into next week as well and and, and build on and have another great game because as you mentioned yeah I think it's well as you mentioned Darby. Right, and that's why yeah. I said he, he certainly, certainly has no lack of confidence. Uh, right. you, you know, you had mentioned that Darby had a great game, and I, I, I absolutely agree. But I think Jalen Mills also had a, had a great game uh, as well. So it certainly. And the Eagles that you know both those guys had great games, and the Eagles came away with a real solid win. Exactly. That just shows you right. I mean, I mean if, you, if you look down my list of, of, of positives, it's essentially a list. Of the previous negatives, uh, the O line, the D line, the the defensive backs, Carson Carson Wentz uh, still kind of feeling it out, uh, and you know the fact that we kind of let teams back in. These were all negatives that we've had throughout this year so far. Now they are turning into positives, and that is how good teams get better: is that they turn their negatives into positives. And and you know again, I can't be any happier. I wish it was against. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know, I wish it was against a team like the Rams, because then we could say, ah, we beat the Rams. Uh, but, but you know, you got to take what you get. You only play who's the funniest. So uh, for that, right. I, I'm happy. Use the phrase a couple times and get right kind of game, where you can because it is a lesser opponent. You kind of work on some things and you can start to feel good about yourself. You know, you're winning. You know, you're winning those individual battles and leading to a nice, comfortable win. Absolutely. And, yeah, so that's it's something you can build on. Right. And, uh, you know, I feel like a broken record saying this, but the way that they keep progressing, I'd rather be the team that's peaking at the end of the year. The team, you want to be the team peaking in December, not the team that's peaking in September. Or, or October. Yeah. All right. All right. Absolutely. Uh, love, love the uh, Eagles gear in the background. Oh, thank you very much, Len. Uh, I'm sure that I pray that they play that good Sunday. Yeah, I mean, I think we had mentioned it earlier. Um, you know, obviously the Giants are not a great team, and obviously they kind of gave up on themselves, uh, and it wasn't great. Carolina hasn't looked that great this year, but they're still a playoff contending team. Made the playoff last year, right. contending for a playoff spot this year. 
So I think a, a positive win against a team like Carolina could be even more important than getting this this Giants victory. It's because we can take well, that. Right, yeah, we can take those two wins in a row, <clears throat> excuse me, and take that into London and, and hopefully right. continue and well, take out the Jets. On that plane for that, like, eight-hour flight, and, you know, you're going off two straight wins, you're feeling pretty good about yourself. Absolutely, so. Don't uh, about that flight. Yeah, no. I'm going to miss some shows uh, next week, but we'll talk about that later. Unacceptable. Uh, I need you on air. At all times, twenty-four yeah, hours. Twenty-four hours on call. You're an all. You're an on call. So if we, if I just decide to go on live at two fifteen Eastern Standard Time, we're gonna do that, and you better be ready. Okay, what time is it? Two fifteen in the morning. That'll be let's see, seven fifteen in London. So I, I can get on board with that. No, I meant PM. Two fifteen PM. 
he, he, he started injuries. And, you know, with Jason Peters, they say he's going to try to play. Right. Um, Lane Johnson, I know that was a concern. But, right. you know, so honestly, uh, those were my negatives. So, like, okay. The, the number one, the injuries. All right. Yeah, uh, shall we? Absolutely right. Uh, a win is still a win. Uh, so uh, for for all the positive and or negatives, uh, you know you have, you can only play who you play. The Giants were your opponent, and you took care of business. And that again is the ultimate positive. You took care of business. So uh, I'll give you yes. that. Uh, so my negatives, real quick. Number five, I also had tackling was absolutely atrocious. Uh, they need to, to, you know, buy a couple more uh, tackling dummies and uh, get to practicing because it's uh, it's terrible. Uh, but number four, also, uh, we seem to have this very similar uh, <laughs> negative list. Um, and number four is they absolutely need help and safety. Uh, Avanti Maddox is, is, is fine, uh, you know, against the Giants. Uh, but when you get to some a team like you know, the Rams or the Saints or other teams that have a lot better air attack. Um, you know, it, it's it's going to be uh, quite obvious, uh, the hole in the defense. Right, that's going to be an uphill battle. Then. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and that'll get into uh, uh, a rumor I want to talk about as well. Uh, three, the run defense was not great at all. Uh, they let up those big plays to Saquon, that touchdown run. I got it. Kid's talented, but come on. Too many, too many people bounced off of him. You gotta wrap that. You gotta wrap that guy up. I understand he, his thighs are like the size of tree trunks, but uh, you know, I don't care. Wrap him up. Wrap him up. Uh, yeah. Number two, the running game still needs some help. It's clear and evident they need someone there. Uh, and no disrespect to uh, Corey Clement. Uh, maybe some disrespect to Wendell Smallwood. As we all know, I am not a Smallwood fan. Uh, I that. Smallwood jersey. No, do not. Please do not. I would not wear that. Please, seriously, don't do it. I'll tell where for it. With, with a reason for oh. us to make a bet, and that be what you have to do. No, I don't, I don't like this. I don't like this bet at all. Maybe we ought to do a competition like, uh, during March Madness. And, uh, you know, like, whoever gets the uh, better bracket, like, if you lose, you have to wear a Wendell Smallwood jersey. And if I lose, I might come up with something. Macho Harris jersey? There you go. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, so they need some help. They need to bring in uh, bring in somebody. Uh, number one, uh, I specifically went for Jason Peters' injury, but... I will expand to the uh, injuries uh, on the offensive line, including Lane Johnson. It's a little troublesome. Um, you know, uh, obviously, I'm, I'm hopeful that this 10 days can really help both of them. Uh, and Jason Peters has already not looked great. Uh, so, you know, I, I'm not thrilled uh, with where things are going to be going because there's nothing behind them that's going to help. As much as I, I you know, I, I'm very grateful for what Vitae did last year. He stepped in, didn't play great in the beginning, progressed uh, throughout the season. Uh, I hope we don't have to use that again, but it, it's looking more and more like Vitae is going to play a heavy role later on in this season, if not sooner than later. Uh, Jason Peters is, is done. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, 
I, the evidence was there. The man, the man's getting bulldozed, and he's yeah. always been the the always been the strongest player out there. He's the I mean, yeah. yeah. And if he's if he's not that, because obviously the quickness, uh, you know, certainly you lose that quickness over time. But if you lose the power, you know, what good are you? Honestly, you're just gonna get bulldozed. And especially now, the way the defense these de- defensive mm-hmm. ends are. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not too happy. I'm not too positive about it. So, that that's my main concern. That's my main negative uh, for this game is yeah. is these injuries piling up. So, uh, but yeah, there you have it. Those are our top five positive, top five negative, uh, and we will get into uh, top five rivalries in just a moment. Uh, but you had actually brought up uh, a great point uh, earlier uh, before in our pre-show meeting as we like to call it. Um, but the NFL ratings, they are, they're, they're actually up for the first time in, in quite some time. And people are a little shocked and stunned by this. They're not sure exactly where this is coming from. Um, I did a little digging uh, into some of this, and I, I think it directly correlates with their, let's call it social media uh, campaign, this this streaming campaign. They've been doing games on Facebook. They've been doing games on Amazon Prime. Uh, you know, they're, you know, they're they're, they're everywhere. They're they're you know they're they're, they're being very active in, in Twitter and Instagram and yeah. Snapchat and, and the whole nine yards. So the content and people are absorbing this content through social media more so than certainly others, and I think it's having a trickle effect into overall ratings. Uh, you know, like, like CBS's ratings is super up. Fox's has even gotten a slight bump. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's shocking because all you, all you hear is, oh, well, you know, uh, the, the whole kneeling thing, I'm not going to watch football again, and Oh man, you know this, that, and the other. These these guys are getting paid I think too much. Jones and said those said that they haven't been able to be true to their word. They have clearly, and, clearly, and, and you know, people. Oh, yeah. Oh, these these referees are ruining the game. They're causing they're calling too many penalties. This is BS. You you can you can't even touch the quarterback. You got to lay him down on a, on a bed of roses and with a pillow and sing sweet music to him before you tackle him. Uh, I'm pretty sure, like the the roughing the passing passer penalty, Michael Bennett um, had. I, I, I'm assuming it's because he didn't play some good romantic music as he laid Eli down. He definitely uh, uh, Kirk Cousins. Um, well, uh, well, oh, you're talking about Thursday night. Uh, well, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. I forgot about that play too, but yeah, I mean, didn't, didn't end up costing him, so it, right. it didn't. Right. So people have certainly had the excuses, have certainly said, oh, well, I'm not doing this. I'm not going to watch anymore. The NFL's not getting my dime. Like, I'm not paying all this it's money. It's funny because I would have been prepared to tell you all the reasons why I thought the NFL ratings would have gone down. Yeah. So now that they've gone up, it's like I've had to think about what are the possible reasons. And, I mean, it comes down to me is people just like football. Yeah. 
they're putting a good product on the field. There's a lot of good stories. You know, Patrick Mahomes, Carson Wentz, uh, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. Like, Drew Brees just broke every freaking passing record last week and will this week as well. Do you think any of it has to do with the legalized gambling? That's been pretty widespread. Yeah, I mean, that certainly has to play a factor into it, sure. Uh, I think these are all small little things that are contributing to the NFL ratings going up. And, and you know, the fact right. of the matter is, every side would point to them, them going, continuing because they have been going down the last about four or five years. And this just shows you that the NFL can pretty much do no wrong. And they'll forever get people to watch their product, buy their merchandise, and spend money going to games. It's just going to continue to happen, uh, you know, unless they completely change the game in a manner that, that is not even football anymore. Uh, I don't. I don't even know. I don't. I don't see a scenario where the NFL could could do something to where they just well, wouldn't come out. It's a great product. It's an amazing product. Hell, we spend at least five hours. You know, uh, you know, four to five hours a week on air here, eight thirty Monday through Friday on Facebook Live and Spreaker.com. And don't forget, we're also on Twitter at Smack Show. Talking about football. I mean, and we're not the only people. There are plenty of shows out there in podcasts and, and sports radio that are football dominant. And, and, and other things across the There's nation. There's really local sports talk radio here in Philadelphia. It's football 90% of the time. The hockey, yeah, the hockey guy. You don't hear the... I mean, I'm sure you heard a little bit today, you know, the Sixers opening game tonight, right now. Well, there was mostly Eagles. Right. That's because that's what this town needs and loves and wants, and we're not the only town. There are, you know, Boston, New England area, that's all that they love talking about, the Patriots. Obviously, they got the Red Sox going on right now, so they talk a little bit about that. But, uh... Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, they look at how many hours Cheryl spends on this. Right, exactly. Think about all the Facebooks. Wonderful Facebook group, Eagles Fires Fans. How many people are in there constantly talking about football? It's because it's a great product. People love it. People want to spend time with it, around it, near it, pay money for it. It doesn't matter. This is what people love. I have two modes. Watching football... And missing football. <laughs> Those are my two minutes wow. in life. <laughs> well, I, ho- I hope we don't. I hope you don't see much of the latter. Um, but yeah, uh, that's one, it starts in February. <laughs> yeah, wow, well, yeah, there you go. Um, yeah, so so uh, Shell makes a great point. Eagles fans, which by the way, if you have not joined, please do so. Um, if you have, out of you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so while you're uh, joining that group. You can also join our group, the Football Smack Talk group. Uh, super small. We're trying to get it started. Uh, but, you know, similar, similar uh, ideals, uh, similar uh, similar uh, people. So, uh, yeah, so... Like our blueprint for how to do our group. You know, and, and, and uh, you know, uh, again, um, you know, Lynn had, Lynn had actually brought up all the... All the cool gear in the background. I mean, think about it. Uh, 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 yeah, no, probably not. Uh, probably all my stuff. 
you know, like, like obviously this is a, a jersey I bought. You know, this is something for the world champions. It's a, it's a super, you know, Super Bowl ball over here. You know, you got the Bud Light uh, Super Bowl pack, limited edition. You got another football here. You got it. You got a sweatshirt here. You got stuff on the wall everywhere. You got a blanket right here. I mean, I got more Eagles stuff than I know what to do with. So, uh, yeah. you know, uh, I, I think I think it's it's surprising, but I understand why the ratings are going up, and and they're going to continue to go up because the way that they're platforming into the social media aspect is is brilliant, and they're doing a great job at it. So. Uh, that's my take. One of the things that really fuels, you know, those ratings are the way that they spread out the rivalries, you know, throughout the weeks. Like this past week, we had Steelers-Bengals, you know, very good rivalry game. We had the Eagles-Giants on Thursday night. You know, so you, they created rivalries, and I think rivalries are, are essential to sports. They're what make it must they, I think they take it from entertaining to must-see is yes. not only do you want to win, you want to see your rivals lose. And yeah. so, I'm using that as a segue to get into our next topic, the top five rivalries. Well, it doesn't really work if you call it a segue and you say that you're segueing. <laughs> yeah, so... Oh, boy. Eric, we're going to have to sit down and talk to you about how things work here. <laughs> oh, trust me, I know how they work. <laughs> All right, anyway, uh, we are talking top five rivalries. Uh, Eric, you just basically mentioned all the good ones, but <laughs> go ahead. And what is your top five uh, NFL rivalries? Yeah, so I went number five, Eagles-Giants. It's filled with moments to me what makes a memorable rivalries, memorable moments. You know, whether it be Deshaun Jackson or Brian Westbrook returning punt back, punts back, or Herm Edwards is a miracle in the Meadowlands. The Eagles Giants is just oh, full, full with moments. Number four, the Chiefs Raiders. Like, uh, just talking to people who've been around their rivalry, it's just nasty. Like, those fans, the Kansas City fans are probably some of the nicest people in the Midwest attitude. Like, is you know, just a kindler kinder joke when they play the Raiders man they become they become like Philadelphia's on average Wednesday there you go Um, yeah um number three Bears Packers it's the oldest rivalry in sports yeah I feel like it had to be on the list sure sure understandable number two it's kind of a young rivalry with the Steelers Ravens like it's just what it lacks in uh you know, years, it makes up for physicality. Okay. Those two teams hate each other and beat the crap out of each other every time they play. And number one, how can you be from Philadelphia and not say your number one rivalry, Eagles-Cowboys? That's right. And uh, <laughs> we have very similar rivalries, shockingly. Uh, mine are uh, number five. I actually said Steelers-Bengals. I really do love that rivalry. Uh, yeah, that's a fun especially... Especially, yeah, both, both defense, team defenses kind of had this nasty streak. Uh, you know, Steelers kind of a few years ago, obviously the Bengals now are, like, perfect. And, uh, you what know. about that team they had there? Uh, nothing beats the image of the kids sitting in the stands crying after the Bengals somehow blew that game against the Steelers in the playoffs. They took out Antonio Brown. Like, yeah. Like, I mean, I feel for the kid because I feel like... We've all know, been that kid? Been there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> As yeah. we've all been there. Yeah. 
no, no doubt. Uh, so my number four is Eagles Giants, as you mentioned earlier. You know, the, the, the Miracle of the Meadowlands, one, two, and three. Um, great, you know, great, great rivalries. I mean, we all know, as Eagles fans, you have to know, you have to know multiple Giants fans. Uh, I mean, it's it's just, uh, you just can't avoid them. They're everywhere. They're but little cockroaches. You know, what was it, 2001? The Eagles play the Giants have lost nine straight to them, and they go into the Meadowlands on Monday Night Football, and just an ugly grind it out, you know, find a way to score a touchdown in the last minutes. You know, and winning anyway, it went 10 to 9, so the Giants try to drive down and a fumble, and the Eagles fall on it. It was just a great game. And then later on that year, the Eagles won their first division title since 1988 by beating the New York Giants at home and, and clinching the division. Oh, well, there you go. They, uh, they, don't, uh, they don't call you Stump the Hump for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so that's my number four. My number three, uh, and and the rivalry is is let's be honest, not that great uh, right now. But the Pats and the Colts rivalry, when it was Manning and Brady, I freaking loved it. Every time that they yeah. went against each other, I thought about that one on my list. It was because it was a battle of the Titans. Two great quarterbacks, two of the greatest quarterbacks that the NFL has ever seen constantly battling against each other. Uh, I just loved it. I loved it. They played yeah. against each other so many times. The NFL quarterbacks come to life right yeah. there. Tom Brady. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, uh, my number two, as you had mentioned, the Packers and the Bears, oldest rivalry. They just played early in the season. Khalil Mack's first game came out. He looked like a monster. He almost stole the darn game himself. Uh, but, yeah, obviously, Aaron Rodgers, and then you go back to Erlacher and, and Farm and you go back even further with you know the '85 Bears and, and keep going back to the '60 Packers and uh, you know it's such a great rivalry. Uh, every time they play, it's definitely a must watch no matter where both teams are. Uh, so I enjoy it uh, as much as the next guy. Uh, and without a doubt, you said it. There is no way in holy hell I am not going to put the Eagles Cowboys as my number one rivalry. I'm a little biased, but that's okay. Uh, I still think it goes goes head-to-head with any other rivalry in the NFL right now. It's always uh, just a a, uh, complete grind-out, slobber-knocker, just an amazing game every time. Every game has, has such... Meaning and, and and just value to it, uh, you know, just the history with you know, T.O. and the 44 to six, and you know the Dawkins and Irving and Emmett Smith, and we had, we had to deal with the the nineties Cowboys fourth and one, and 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 ah, just so many great memories. I can't tell you how many great games that I've been down there uh, watching those two uh, play down at the vet. And the link, uh, I just love it. Uh, I'll, I'll watch the. Uh, I think what makes it even more, I guess, of a bitter rivalry is the cockroach Philadelphia area Cowboy fans. Oh, that's the friggin' worst. That is that is it's, terrible parenting yeah. at it at its worst. Uh, to let your child, who's from the Philadelphia area, become a Cowboy fan, 
But what's wrong? I, 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 I love my son. I love him to death. But I swear, and I will say this in front of you all here and in front of God. If he turns out to be a cowboy, yeah. If he turns out to be a cowboy fan, I will have failed as a parent, and I, and I will, I will, I will never be seen again in public. Won't, I won't happen. Uh, I still go back to one of the things my uh, uncle Nick said one time when talking about his kids when his kids were young, and uh, you know his wife at the time brought him like, well, what happens if they become you know fans of another team? You know, or like other Cowboys. And she said to her, straight face, they're free to root for whoever they want after they move out. When they stay in this house, they root for Philadelphia. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And my, he, my fear. My uncle jokes around a lot. Right. He was dead ass. Dead ass. My fear is because I'm so overly Eagles. Right. Is that it may. And he tries to rebel and go. Right, right. That's my, yeah. that's my fear. But. So far, right now, he loves just going, ah, oh, football, football, Eagles, yeah. Eagles. Uh, so uh, I'm, I'm, I'm right where I'm, I'm in the path uh, to Eagle I fandom. Think we have him down the right path, yeah. We have him down the right path. I'm doing all the right things. Uh, we just got to stay the course, keep him going. Uh, we got to get him to a game soon. And, and he knows where the line is, you know, that he's like, Look, you want to have some interest in some other teams just because you want to be unique and be your, that's fine, but you are at heart an Eagles fan, and, nope. you, and you always, always, always... Let's fix. There's only five minutes. Oh, yeah, six was starting to wrap up. Oh, oh, that's great. Uh, so... <laughs> Shell, once again, thank you so much for your help tonight. Uh, you are invaluable. Uh, uh, keeping us in line. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, I could have along like this for another hour. Oh, we, so we absolutely could have. Uh, so I do appreciate you. Thank you very much. Thank you to everybody. Uh, once a fan, always a fan. Absolutely, Cheryl. Uh, thank you to everybody who participated tonight. Uh, Cheryl, obviously, thank you. Uh, Lynn, appreciate it. Uh, Scan, I know you were, you were, you came in earlier. Uh, you know, a few others, but thank you very much. Appreciate you being a part of the show. Don't forget, jump on over to the fan, uh, Facebook page, the, uh, the Football Smack Talk Show page on Facebook. Click like, click share, uh, and also, uh, click follow. Put on your automatic notifications so every time we go live, Monday through Friday at 8.30, we'll get the automatic notification and come on in and join us. Uh, don't forget, tomorrow is also uh, Waiver Wednesday. It's fantasy football uh, episode of the week. So if you got any fantasy questions, comments, concerns, trade offers, whatever, you got any questions, you type it in and let us know. We will bring that up tomorrow. So we'll give you the, uh, the top waiver of selections few trade offers, and then uh, some other things uh, that we are talking about fantasy-wise. Uh, also, if you are not able to watch us live here on Facebook and also on Spreaker for our podcast, you can also listen to all the podcasts uh, up on Spreaker, also on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple iTunes, Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Play, Listen Notes, and of course, all of your smart home devices. And don't forget, all of our shows go on YouTube as well. So you can check that out there anytime you like. 
Um, I think that's it for me. I think I've uh, checked off all my boxes. Um, Eric, do you have anything to add before we get on out of here? No. All right. Straight. Oh, you're welcome, Cheryl. Thank you for your help today. Yes, absolutely. Uh, a million thank yous uh, to Cheryl. Hey, Gary, thanks for, uh, for popping in. Uh, so we're going to get on out of here. We thank you very much. Uh, we're going to go uh, maybe catch the, uh, the Sixers game, see how they're doing. Uh, hopefully it's a win against Boston because we hate Boston uh, <laughs> in all things. Uh, so we're, uh, we're out of here. We'll see you tomorrow and every Monday through Friday at 8.30 here on Facebook and on Spreaker. So for the Football Smack Talk Show, I am Ryan. I'm Eric. Happy football, everybody. Have a good night, everybody. See you tomorrow for Wave Wednesday. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Is that Shakespeare? Nope. It's Geico. Uh, yeah, 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 that's Shakespeare from one of his unpublished works. Oh, it be not for awakening. Nay, giveth thou the berries. For 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. No, it's from Geico, because they help save people money. Well, I hate to break it to you, but Geico got it from Shakespeare. Geico, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more.